Welcome to the Hill City Church Podcast. We are a church family located in Springfield, Missouri. You can learn more about us and support our ministries at hillcitysgf.org. We will be reading multiple scriptures from Genesis. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God said, Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse, and it was so. And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. And God said, let there be light, lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days and years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of heavens. So God created. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things, and the beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food and to, and to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. This is the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Hill City, you can have a seat. Good morning. My name is Aaron Nelson. I'm the Salt Company Director here at Hill City. And if you can't tell, it's Christmas. What a wonderful time of year. If you drive by Hill City at night, we have some wonderful Christmas lights out. Last gathering, I saw a guy wearing a Christmas suit jacket. Like it's officially Christmas time. We can now actually listen to Christmas music if you're a purist for Thanksgiving like myself. It's time, you can listen. But also what that means here at Hill City is it's Advent season. We celebrate Advent here. If you've never celebrated Advent, here's the four themes we look at during Advent. Hope, peace, joy, and love. And the word Advent itself means arrival. Arrival. And so what we celebrate specifically during this time of year is the arrival of Jesus, God in the flesh, and then we look towards his arrival again the second time. That's what we do during Advent. And for our Advent series this year, it's titled Echoes of Eden. Echoes of Eden, why? Well, during the falls, we've been walking through Genesis. We spent a lot of time this fall looking at Genesis 1, 2, and 3, the creation narrative. And something that's important for us to know is that Jesus was present at creation. 
Jesus was there. He was part of the Trinity that existed from day one. He was one of the beings. Jesus was in Eden. And the same Jesus who was present in Eden is the exact same Jesus we celebrate at Christmas time. God coming in the flesh. Jesus was speaking there in Genesis 1 at the very beginning, and he continues to speak now. And the things he speaks, his words, are powerful. They carry power. But he's not the only one with powerful words. And what I'm getting ready to say is really toeing the line of if I should say this from stage or not. But so does my mom. All right. Let me paint you a picture of the Nelson dinner table on a regular night. We come to the dinner table. We're done eating. We're coming up with our post-dinner plan. And my mom looks at my dad, and she says, Aaron's going to unload the dishwasher after dinner. I'm like, okay, Aaron's going to unload the dishwasher after dinner. But then I, you know, being a sixth grader, I had to give my mom my whole agenda for the evening why it doesn't make sense for me to be the one to unload the dishwasher. And she would say, no, you're going to unload the dishwasher. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I would proceed to give her every if, and, or but I had available to me. And she would say, no. You're going to do it. And I would say, why? And then she would say the phrase that every child ever has hated and somehow every parent still continues to say, I just heard it whispered throughout the entire room, (laughs) because I said so. Because I said so. And guess what? She was right. I unloaded the dishwasher. I did it. My mom's words had power. And here's my wonderful transition from that story God is the same. His words have power. What he says happens. Every time. With ultimate authority, he speaks. What I hope you heard when Sean and Morgan were reading those verses from Genesis 1 is this. God speaks in truth. God speaks in truth. And so we're going to do a little call and response right here. So I need everybody's attention. I need you to be here with me on this. I'm going to say God speaks, and then you're going to say in truth. Don't make me do it twice. Let's just do it well the first time, all right? Ready? God speaks. Amen. And guess what? When God speaks in truth, it doesn't become true. It doesn't wait to become true. When God speaks it, his words are truth. Like there doesn't have to be an action for what God says to become true. Everything that happened there, something would be, God would say something and it was always followed with, it was so. His words don't become true. His words are truth. If he says it, it is already spoken into existence. Every time. His words never fail. Unlike my mom. Right? If she said, Aaron's going to unload the dishwasher, the only thing that made her words true was if I ended up unloading the dishwasher. With God, when he says something, it might as well have already happened because that's how true his words are. They don't wait for an action. When he speaks, it is so. And Joshua, way back in the Old Testament, takes some time to allow us to understand from his perspective how this is true. We look at Joshua 21, 45. Joshua says, not one word of all the good promises that the Lord has made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. 
The NLT says right there at the end, everything God had spoken came true. That's the power of God's word. Joshua here, he's reflecting on the promises God has made to Israel that have already been fulfilled, and he's using the promises that have already been fulfilled to give light to the promises he made. And Joshua knows all of these are going to come true because every promise before has as well. Why? Why does Joshua say this? Because he believes, here we go, I'm coming again, God speaks. Amen. God speaks in truth. His words hold meaning in all authority, whether he's speaking in past, present, or future tense. When he says something happened, it happened. 